Welcome to the S'mores Indoors Podcast, the perfect combination of talk and interviews between my favorite podcast hosts. Now please, sit back, relax, and welcome your host, Corey. Welcome to episode four of S'mores Indoors Podcast. I am Corey, along here with Jonathan again. Jonathan, what's been going on? Man, I've just been trying. I mean, like I say it every time. Like, the world's getting crazier every time we do one of these. So, I know. I'm sure. I mean, I'm just looking for the four horsemen, like, to show up in the sky any minute now. So, <sighs> it's it's been crazy, you know. I know uh, rednecks have been losing their minds over the NASCAR thing, and... Uh, <laughs> I know, man. This part of the world, that's serious business right here, man. I know. I heard about it all at Walmart, which you might have seen. And uh, some of these people are friends of mine, and I'm like, you know, I just listen to them. <laughs> I don't try to argue with them because it's pointless. No, and like, I, I don't want to get too political, but I'll say the people that are mad about it are the same people who were like, well, you can... You don't have to bake a cake for anybody, just anybody. You can, you know, you could you can decide who you want to bake cakes for. I mean, it's like, well, all right, well, they can decide they don't want the Confederate flag at the racetrack. I don't care. I, yeah. I don't. Me either. I, I don't go to NASCAR, and I don't watch NASCAR, so. Unfortunately, I, I think, unfortunately, for NASCAR, that will, like, I don't, I think there was, like, seven people at NASCAR races anyway these days, so. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, but anyway, I, one thing I wanted to start out with is um, the Internet's a pretty cool place because, um, you know, sometimes you get to know people that you may not meet otherwise or you may really? pass pass them, or see them in passing, but you would never know. And so we started the show and had just kind of met online because of, of uh, PizAl, actually, I guess. That's kind of how we connected. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for that. But uh, we actually met up this past weekend and uh, had a pretty fun time. It was a blast, man. I mean, um, we saw some stuff. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, it was, it was, I mean, you know, the hall wasn't too great. I made a little video on it, did some editing with that just for, you know, kind of what we got. But I mean, we had a blast, man. I know we got another one already planned, a little bit bigger. Yes. Yes. We're going to, um, take a little road trip i'll i'll keep the surprise to wear um for when the video comes out i'm sure it's going to be an epic video because i made like a list of places we could hit up and it's like a page long yeah unfortunately so, in, in owensboro there was this there's just not much here well so. you know that's and and we're still kind of in that pseudo lockdown type time frame so um, yeah i didn't even mention the flea market we weren't allowed in Always have your always have a mask on you just in case you never know when you you need it. Exactly. So, but yeah, that was an awesome, awesome little trip over last Sunday, and uh, had a blast, and uh, picked up a third of as many uh, vinegar syndrome titles on that trip as I did in the sale, which uh, I'm going to get to a little later, but. uh, uh, what what have you been watching this past week? Anything interesting? 
Uh, well, I literally just watched the movie right before I popped on here, and it was one I picked up last Sunday, the Mother's Day remake. I okay. haven't seen it since it came out, and that's a that's a good, like, brutal movie. My wife was watching it with me, and she was like, this is kind of making me sick. I'm like, yeah, I could <laughs> see that. I could see that. But it was it is a good movie. Um, I watched VHS yesterday. Nice okay. dollar, dollar Tree pickup. Yes. Um... Weird Science, I watched that for the first time last week. And I also saw Big Trouble in Little China for the first time this week. Got some classics in the past week. Wow. That's awesome. Uh, Actually, the other night I watched that. uh, (laughs) You know, we talked about Trolls and, and, uh, you know, their their digital release for Universal and and how it made a lot of money. But, um, you know, one thing, one movie I thought was going to be a good test for them when it comes to non-child audiences, is the uh, King of Staten Island with Pete Davidson in that Judd Apatow movie. Did you watch that? I did watch it, and it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, definitely will be a pickup for me when it comes out on physical release. Uh, Bill Burr, I'm a huge Bill Burr fan, and he's in that. And uh, it's kind of a different role for him. He's a little, for the most part, he's calmer than normal, but... Uh, <laughs> That's his shtick, right? Like he's just complaining yeah, most of the time, right? He's an angry middle-aged man usually. Yeah. Uh, but it was really good. I'm and I'm not a huge Pete Davidson fan when it comes to SNL or anything, but uh, he he was really good in it, and uh, it's kind of pseudo autobiographical because of course his dad was a fireman died in on 9/11, and uh, his dad's a, a fireman that it died in I think it was a hotel fire in this, so it's kind of loosely based on his life, but. Um, I- I actually like Pete Davidson, man. That's why I, I mean I didn't I didn't know if it was worth twenty bucks, but have you watched his stand up or anything? I have not watched a lot of that. I've just I'm kind of familiar with him on, you know, SNL, but uh Yeah, he's got he's got some good stand up and I thought him teaming up with Judd Apatow was pretty cool. I like I like Judd Apatow movies, so I just didn't know if it was worth like twenty bucks for a rental. Like, it's a lot. Um I don't know, I think I think the quality of the movie is you know, I would have been happy had I paid twenty bucks to see it in a theater. So, um, it would be yeah. nice if they would offer some sort of like ownership option digitally or something. Like I could live with that. It's just like when you fork out. I mean, I know like it's I, you'd spend that going to the theater anyway, right? But uh, I don't know. Man. This is this is all just so new, you know. Yeah, and I actually appreciate them taking the chance at least, you know, because people need new content to absorb, you know, and uh, know some theaters are opening up in some areas and there's just nothing new to be showing in them, really. Um, yeah, the, until, dri- the drive-in around here is actually showing just stuff that's already on DVD now. Like, yeah, or on, on, I, I was it? real tempted when I drove over to, to your area as I drove past the drive-in that's in that area. And I was real tempted uh, because I saw they were showing Jaws. I was about to say, yeah, they're showing Jaws. They're still showing it. Uh, that and 47 meters down. That's be an interesting uh, little double feature. But, and uh, I'd actually, I think one of their, I'm, don't quote me on this. I'd, I'd, I'd probably like to call them and find out. I think at least one or two of their screens is still 35 millimeter. Oh. Not digital. Yeah, so that would be cool. Yeah. So yeah, um, so anyway, King of Staten Island, I, you know, if you want to spend 20 bucks, uh, I think you could spend it a lot worse than, than that. So, um, 
I wanted to go over new pickups. Um, I want to kind of talk about the vinegar syndrome stuff in a little bit, but um, I know we've been buying like crazy, and which I've got to slow down if we're going to make any trip. <laughs> we'll be, I know. We'll be going to have like a dollar to spend. We'll have to hit <laughs> all dollar trees, but uh, that's my goal is to slow down the next couple of weeks so I have some money to take. It just feels uh, like every time you turn around, somebody's got something on sale. I mean, I will ridiculous. actually say that the past couple of weeks, the, the sales have kind of slowed down, which I've been thankful for. Uh, I haven't stopped looking, but <laughs> <laughs> I have been thankful for the sales slowing down. But uh, has has there been anything major that you've picked up in the last week? Man, I'm still waiting on my vinegar syndrome shipment confirmation. Like that's the biggest like one haul that I have, and I know you've already gotten your package, haven't you? Yeah, I got it. Uh, let's see, yesterday, I guess. So, uh, would which would be Saturday, June thirteenth, and I did a little video on the YouTube about it. Um, but this is crazy to me that you still have no shipping confirmation. Yet. Yeah. Well, see, I never got like uh, a confirmation on the second order and I emailed them about that. I was like, Hey, I had two orders. only have one shipping. Conference. Like, ah, we got it. I swear, man. I think they lost the second order. And I think that has something to do with it. Did you ever get your, uh, stuff from screen factory? I haven't got it yet, but I did get a shipping confirmation like Thursday. Oh. So, okay. I mean, just that uh, that Big Trouble in Little China steelbook, which was on sale for like eighteen bucks. Like, I feel like that was a that was a big pickup because that was a big hole in my collection for John Carpenter. But and uh, and Weird Science, like those are the only two like notable releases. Everything else was like Dollar Tree stuff. So. Yeah, I picked up. Um, actually, got it in the mail. Um, you know, we had Heath on a, a couple episodes ago. Heath Holland from SerialAtMidnight.com. And one thing he was talking about was this Al Adamson uh, huge box set. Well, I actually found online just the documentary that comes with that because I really didn't know the backstory about that whole thing, about his death. And um, So I watched that. It was a really good documentary. It's uh, Severin put that out as an individual release. And it comes with another movie, one of one of his movies on there too, but I haven't watched that. Uh, but I watched that in the past week. Uh, when I got it in, and uh, it's a pretty good watch, so I suggest that. I think it's called. Uh, I'm gonna mess up the name of it. I don't have it in front of me, but uh, just look up Al Adamson documentary from Severn, and I'm sure you can find it. And um, I got it for about eighteen dollars, so it wasn't too bad. Actually, uh, I've heard rumblings that that big Al Adamson collection is getting ready to go out of print. Yeah, and it's pricey anyway. I mean, it, it was is hundred ninety dollars on. Amazon, I think. Um, I just feel like there isn't enough on that that would be up my alley. <laughs> me either. There's, I mean, I'm sure there's people that are into that. It's just not me. Like we, do, have we gone off about Vinegar Syndrome Library yet? Have we actually done that? No, we'll we'll get to that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when I talk a little bit more about the the sale and uh, uh, but before I, I do that, another thing I did buy, I haven't got it yet, obviously, because they haven't come out yet. I actually subscribed to Horror Pack uh, this oh. time because I read that uh, the June shipment is going to have a 4K UH, UHD in it for the first time. So um, I thought, you know what, I'm going to give it a shot. If it's, I feel like tw- whatever it is, 25 bucks. You know, surely I'll get enough value out of it to warrant that. And, um, so yeah. 
I did subscribe to that, so we'll see. <laughs> it's so probably going to be uh, something horrible on 4K. There's, there's It'll be that Puppet Master movie that I already have. Jesus Christ, that's probably what it is, man. Like, <laughs> I was just sitting there thinking, like, what could they put out on 4K? What is that on 4K? Is the is the June shipment already stopped? That's what I was just looking at. I am not sure. I think... I'm not sure, actually. Let me see here. All right, let's keep going, and I'll, I'll just figure this okay. out on my own. So I guess we'll go ahead and talk about Vinegar Syndrome a bit. Uh, like I said, I got my three titles in, and um, you know I know some other people got their 130 titles in uh, that they ordered, and which is insane. But you know what? I, I actually said this before. Like, There's no way I could justify an order like that from them. I'm starting to second-guess that because Rad, and I actually showed you this on uh, in a message earlier, it's going for like 130 bucks on eBay now. They're, it's not even sold out. Like once the site comes back up, they have plenty of copies, and like that's been very well known. Like, I wish I'd have bought. I didn't buy Rad because I thought it's limited. It's not something I have a connection with. It's not a movie I need, right? Like somebody that really wants that movie needs to buy it. But now I should have bought as many as they would have let me buy. Yeah. Yeah, I regret not buying the two that you could buy. Uh, <laughs> that yeah. would have almost paid for my the rest of my crap I got. So uh, it's the only community, the Vinegar Syndrome collecting community, that is like pro scalper. Yeah, like yeah, they are pr- they are proud that that stuff sells in secondhand markets for ridiculous money. And it's just you know I I said this in my video when I unboxed my stuff or, or showed what I got. Um, they're just way too hit or miss for me. And, and this may be where you want to talk about their catalog of movies. Um, you know, occasionally there'll be something I'm excited about, like Rad. I grew up in the '80s, so. Rad was a movie that was like a video store staple. Um, you know, there's other stuff that that I got. One one of which I'm not gonna, I won't mention because it's in my underrated movies, which we're gonna talk about a little later. But um, you know, it's just they're just too hit or miss for me to be like a big time collector. We joke about it all the time, like off air. It's <laughs> right. It, I mean, like, the stuff I bought, which I'll, I'll do an unboxing for, I think I've already said what I got. I got, like, Jack Frost, Dolly Dearest, um, Don't Go in the Woods Alone, um, Slaughterhouse, and shit, something else. Uh, so, yeah, whatever, something else. But they were all, like, old 80s slasher movies that are probably not going to get a release otherwise. Now, you take that, Rad, and, like, six or seven other titles out of that list, it's garbage porn. It's garbage porn from the 70s and probably from the 80s. I don't understand the fascination with it. I think they do an excellent job with their releases. I would love to see them get some quality titles, <laughs> like something they could actually yep. do something with. But I would imagine that they are getting these titles for next to nothing, and they are tricking oh. people. And Not even tricking people. People are doing it to themselves. They're like, oh, well, it must be a decent movie because Vinegar Syndrome put it out. No, Vinegar Syndrome put it out probably means it's going to be a garbage movie. They're just going to take care of it. They're going to give you a piece of cardboard that you can then turn around and sell for $65 by itself. Right. And it, I don't know, man. Maybe it was just that community that we joined that just like, that has soured me on it because they're extremely judgmental and elitist. (laughs) (laughs) 
Judgmental and at least about shit movies. <laughs> about garbage porn. There was I don't I don't want to be like too vulgar, but there was the thing I screenshotted you in the other day. Yes, I, I was going to actually bring that up. So if you want to mention what you you found, it, this is insane to me. Yeah, the dude had he he posted in this group that he had masturbated to a vinegar syndrome release, they, like all proud. What the fuck is wrong with people? Like that's what I want to know. Like what the fuck is wrong with people? Like where we're doing this? I don't know. It. I highly doubt anybody from that group is going to hear this podcast, but if they do, they'll be pissed because all the negative stuff I had to say about vinegar syndrome solely comes from that group. Like the complaining about, oh, well, nobody wants to hear about your shipment confirmation. Well, like if this was a fucking Pilates group, maybe we could get mad about hearing about your pickups or, or shipment confirmation, but it's a group dedicated to one thing. My God. <laughs> you know, what's funny is I actually asked, um, a question in that group about shipping because I had, I had never ordered anything from them like directly. So I wanted to know if it came through the mail or if it was like a UPS or how it came, because I was going to be out of town a couple of days. I was a little worried about it. Just sitting on my porch. Yeah. All my mail actually goes to the post office and stays there until I pick it up. But, uh, you know, like no one responded. So I'm like, I guess I'm not part of the cool kids club or whatever. No, no, you never jerked off to a, to a right. forty-year-old, to a forty-year-old movie, and announced it to the world. I don't. I don't I actually don't think that was a a porn that that person jerked off to. It was probably Madman. So <laughs> <laughs> that's Bro. extra. That's an extra uh, imaginary medal for your Becker syndrome cloak. Whatever I don't know, man. Like I honestly don't have any. I don't have any issue with vinegar syndrome at all, man. I think I, I think what they do is great. Like it's just the it's the. I didn't realize the collecting world around it was like that. That's the other thing is these people are so diehard. How the hell are you having to buy like 40 titles on this sale? Right. Why are you not a subscriber to their annual program if you're such a big fan? I mean, good for them. I'm sure there's a ton of people who are, are great that, co- that collect Vinegar Syndrome. Oh, and what looks like to be almost exclusively. Yeah. But it's just, it's so toxic. Just, ugh, I, I don't want to. I feel like I kind of went off on a tangent, but that's just, it's, we joke about it in private all the time. Like, my God, these people, man, calm down. And uh, as we've said that, I, I do want to say any Vinegar Syndrome fans that are listening, thanks for listening. Uh, oh, are, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have a problem with Vinegar Syndrome <laughs> at all. I'm just saying that, like, let's, let's acknowledge what it is, people, okay? I mean, <laughs> Scream Factory ain't putting out all, you know, all hits. I mean, let's be honest. But no, no. Um, that is for sure. Um, yeah. Sorry about alienating part of our Asia <laughs> base. No, we're happy to have you here. <laughs> I like I, to each his own. If you like those movies, that's awesome. Uh, they're just not for me. Most of them. So I was. I'm trying. I'm trying to stop the secondhand market on this thing. It's like people, come on. Yes. Why are you paying? Why are you paying two hundred dollars for Blood Hook with a piece of cardboard around it? The right. trauma movie. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So uh, I think it was Diabolic this week announced a big uh, surprise announcement that was coming out, and the rumor everyone was going nuts because they thought, "Oh, here it is, the Friday the Thirteenth box set." Now we get to nothing against this movie because I've actually always heard good things about it, but we get the Living Dead from Manchester Morgue uh, Steelbook release from Synapse, which 
I'm sure they're going to do a great job with. Um, and this is actually a movie that um, I've always heard about, but I've actually never watched this movie. Have Have you ever seen this movie? I've never seen it. I hear good things. Like I, I, I'm the same way. I have no qualms with the movie at all. I think uh, it's very well respected, from what I understand. Yes. Uh, but it just everybody thought it was going to be that that Friday the Thirteenth box set. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so it was, it was kind of a letdown for a lot of people, and I think that's probably unfair to this movie. Um, that yeah. they probably shouldn't have done the announcement that way. They should have probably just announced it. But um, actually, because I, mean, yeah, I mean, who's releasing it? Synapse. Synapse, yes. So you know it's going to be a gorgeous transfer. It's going to be the oh. best that that movie's ever looked. I mean, Don May can make anything look good. So. Right, and I'm actually um, I'm intrigued by this release, and but what I'm going to do is there's an HD copy of this on YouTube, and um, I'm actually going to watch that I think in the next couple of days and and see if it's something I might want to own because I'm kind of impressed with with what they have on that release and the and the packaging and all that. So, and it's another one that I could order and. It's coming. It's coming out in September, I think. It's one that I kind of talked about this with the Dawn of the Dead set with you, off air. Uh, it's going to be like, almost like I'm. I forgot about it. When it. It's just going to show up. So that's always kind of a fun thing that's to my, happen. That's my favorite. Like yeah. you know, the show, you just come home. Ooh, goodies. But, uh, but I don't know. That's a good fifty bucks I could spend on the road here in a couple of weeks. So <laughs> we'll see. I'm sure. I'm sure. Whatever they do will be worth it. It's just like all year. anybody Anybody that says we have a, especially Screen Factory, like every, like I don't know if you noticed. Do you follow them on Facebook? Uh yeah, yeah. So do you notice like when they start doing new title announcements, like they roll out like three or four at a time? You're right, right. I once that first one hits, I'm waiting for the Friday the Thirteenth box set. I know. I think it's the worst kept secret in the industry right now that they're working on it. Right. But it's got, what has it got to be for you to, do you own all those, I think you own all those movies on Blu-ray, don't you? Yes, I do. What does it take for you to upgrade? It's got to be. Do you own the 10? I don't own the 10. I have that, uh, the Paramount mm-hmm. set came out after. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Goes to Hell and Jason X aren't that crucial to me. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this new set has to be a 4K. Uh, I, I, I agree. Friends of the show, Dead Pit, <laughs> Uncle Bill, yeah. and, and be Kentucky, and we're just talking about this on their show. You know, it has to be a 4K release uh, when that comes out. Because if I not, think, what's the point? Yeah, I think if it doesn't, it's the... I mean, it's still going to sell. If if it's Blu-ray, I mean, people are still going to jump all over it. But it's the biggest missed opportunity they could have for the 40th anniversary of the original movie. Right. To not, I mean, they've already missed the date, but they could still get it within the year. To yeah. not do a 4K transfer, and like you know, they said this this is the perfect opportunity to do it. Now I know Shout has done a 4K transfer, so they are moving into it. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hear that. Uh, I know they did the Deer Hunter. I don't know if they've done anything else, but I hear that's a pretty spectacular transfer on that too. So. Yeah. And they always do a great job with even their Blu-ray releases. So. Uh, they always look pretty good. Oh yeah. Speaking of uh, Scream Factory, this probably ruffled some of those uh, feathers of those scalpers and resellers. Um, they're re-releasing the original Vincent Price collection. 
I saw oh, that. additional features. Um, so I saw like some of those that were going for like three hundred bucks instantly went down to like under half that. <laughs> yes, which I feel like they're kind of getting bad about uh, re-releasing stuff they've already released. Like I, I saw them first do it with uh, Slumber Party Massacre, which kind of made me feel slighted because I had just bought the original transfer and and everything. Right. I. Especially with this Vincent Price collection, I'm glad it's back out there for people. But there's additional features to it, so you're gonna you're gonna have completists, and people are gonna feel like oh, they kind of got gypped. Yeah, I'm actually surprised they didn't run their same route and make this a steelbook version too. Um, yeah, yeah. But you know, we'll see. I I'm not sure that um, exactly what those features are. I think I saw something listed about them, but. Um, you know, I'm not sure it's enough for people that, other than completists, to rebuy that thing. I know it's yeah. only forty bucks or something, but I'm uh, glad it, it's going to be available to people for a reasonable price. So. Yeah, those are. I mean, say what you want. Those Vincent Price movies are horror classics, and a lot of people like to have those. So. Oh yeah. So yeah. Another announcement they made, of course, Event Horizon. We, <laughs> I actually almost bought this on our little trip. Uh, glad I didn't, because yeah. uh, Factory has announced that this past week, and um, uh, it's definitely one I definitely uh, will probably pick up. I'm not gonna, probably not gonna pre-order it, but uh, I'll pick it up at some point down the road. But uh, I think that's that movie's always kind of described as Hellraiser in space, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's like a Hellraiser in space. If Hellraiser hadn't already went to space, uh, see, that's something Screen Factory could get. If they could release like a director's cut of Hellraiser Bloodline, um, they can take my money because I want to see that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm not sure who who put those out those out originally those Hellraiser sequels. Was it uh, New Line? New Line. See that New Line stuff is hard to get their hands on. I think, or we would have had a a better Nightmare on Elm Street collection probably. Yeah, they're probably not. They're probably not going to come off that. Which is, I think, the new line portion of the Friday the Thirteenth movies was the reason the box set got discontinued. Yeah, so, I, I'm sure it was. So. Yeah. Oh, anyway, well, uh, that's. Uh, I'm not sure when that releases. I know they haven't released any details on special features, but uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, probably in in a month or so, what's going to be on there. So. Um, yeah. But anyway, that's all the, uh, I guess news type stuff I have. Was there anything else that you wanted to bring up? No, I pretty much covered it. I mean, there's some, there's some big stuff going down in the horror community right now, but I know very little to say about it. So I'll refrain from speaking about it. So sounds, sounds like the death of Fangoria again, but, um, for more info on that, check out Dead Pit's show this past week. Uh, <laughs> always yeah. happy to promote their stuff. So. Uh, check them. It's good to have them back, actually, in the community and putting that was, out content. That was great to see like a podcast from them again. Man. I downloaded yep. it on the old phone, listened to it on the ride home. It was nice. That's cool. So, um, so our big topic today. This will probably be a more digestible sized episode. Yeah. Not sure how how uh, long this will be. Maybe an hour or so. But uh, we're going to talk about underrated horror movies that uh, are some of our favorites. Now, that, now, to be totally transparent, we actually did a video on this that we didn't release. Uh, 
That's my so, fault. Uh, but that's okay. We're going to uh, do it again here. So we'll act surprised on some of these titles when we bring them up. I actually changed up a couple from when we recorded the last thing. So, All right. So we have about five each here, I believe. And uh, we're going to go through these kind of back and forth. And um, I will uh, let you start it off. Well, the first one I've got on here, I did change from last time. And by the way, the reason we didn't release that one was the very first thing we ever did together. And I had never recorded like a Skype session. And I have a widescreen monitor. And I cut myself completely out of the frame. So it was just kind of Cordy reacting to what everything I said. And then he would talk. So, <laughs> But the first one is uh, the OG original Creep Show 3. Not that bullcrap that came out about a decade ago. Tales from the Dark Side, the movie. Nice. Which is finally going to get its Blu-ray release this August, which it got pushed back. It was supposed to be this month, but uh, it got pushed back to August due to the world falling apart. And that movie is—I love anthologies. Like I'm a huge sucker for anthologies and found footage. You almost can't disappoint me with those two genres. You can, but it's hard to do. Right. And uh, this actually had involvement from both Stephen King and George A. Romero. Which George Romero directed the second um, segment in this movie, um, which I can't think of the name of it. It was about the cat. I don't remember the names of the segments, but you had uh, uh, the first one, which has starred Steve Buscemi and Christian Slater, and it was about a mummy. That one's a whole lot of fun. I think Julianne Moore's in that also. Um, then you had the second, which was about the cat that the old man pays the hitman to come in and kill because the cat evidently keeps killing everyone around him. It's 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 actually the weakest of the entire movie to me. I don't know how you feel about it, but even though Romero directed it, it was still the weakest. And, of course, my favorite, which is about the gargoyle, because I just didn't see that twist ending coming, and I won't ruin it for anybody, but that's really fun. And, of course, the wraparound story with Matthew Lawrence and the singer from Blondie. I can't think of her name right now. Debbie here, but, there you go. Yeah, it looks great in that movie, by the way. But has a crazy old witch, which is pretty much Hansel and Gretel. But right. That movie just—I just feel like a lot of people don't even know it exists. Yeah, you know, I—I I know the movie. I was obviously—I um, think I've talked about it before, being a, a big fan of the TV show uh, yeah. back in the. Day. Um, that's a movie that I don't think I've seen since VHS. So. I'm going to probably pick that up for sure. Um, I know it would be a good one to have. So Have condors in the... <laughs> uh, that'll be one that uh, I'm excited to uh, check out again, though, for sure. So, oh, yeah, that's, it's, it's a great little anthology movie. So many people, like, right before they broke out in that movie, too. So I should have prefaced this before we, we started... Uh, this discussion. These aren't necessarily going to be underrated or unknown for horror fans, but more so for people that are kind of casual watchers of the genre. So uh, for people that, that are kind of new to horror or, or kind of light into horror, maybe these are some titles that you want to check out, something like that. So, All right, I'll, I'll kick off with uh, my first one here. This is actually one I did talk about in the video, but that's all right. Um, you know, back in the early 80s, late 70s, there were a lot of uh, made-for-TV kind of horror thriller movies. 
And, uh, you know, one that that's always a big favorite of a lot of people is Dark Side of the, or Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. Uh, but another one that I always loved, and it's out on a, a Warner Archive on Blu-ray, which looks really good, is a movie called Bad Ronald. And uh, it's about a, a, a boy that lives with his mother, and um, he's kind of like the, um, uh, not a bad seed, but kind of like the weird weird kid in town and uh people tease him and things like that and he uh accidentally kills a girl at one point and uh comes home and his mother comes up with a way unique way to hide him from from the police and um it's just kind of a weird weird story from there but it's uh it's a good watch it's kind of a fun fun movie to watch and uh it's one that uh i revisit probably once a year and um have a lot of fun with it so so my first pick bad rock i am actually ashamed to say i've never seen it i do need to check it out it's i think it's worth a watch for sure and uh if you catch it on those warner archives usually have those four for 44 sales um it might be a good time to get it because they have some other horror stuff that's pretty good i know they did uh they put out that third texas chainsaw movie and some other stuff so i've got to grab that still are they still bdr or are they like official releases now i i think they're a little bit of both some are are pressed and some are are, so yeah when they when they announced that i just imagine there would just be like some guy on like an old crappy computer just like burning them like you would like CDs back in the day. Like, oh, this guy wants to copy of Bad Ronald. Hang on, I'll throw one in here. <laughs> Let me find that cover art to print. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, on an inkjet. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Since you actually brought up the fact that I was switching some stuff around here, that uh, this is you know not necessarily for hardcore horror people, maybe people you know casual audiences, right? Uh, I went ahead and threw another one on here because this is required viewing for me. Uh, I think for any horror person getting into horror or horror fan and that's the burning right uh you know that's a movie that's huge inside the horror community but if you ask a, a normie or somebody yeah. who, or who's just getting into horror or says they love them they have no clue what you're talking about and like that is a much better film than the friday the 13th sequel that came out at the same time yes yeah you could probably get uh, normal people to give it a watch to just tell them George from Seinfeld's in it. And, uh, <laughs> exactly, you know. right? Yeah. And, I mean, you know, Tom Savini's special effects. Of course, like, yes. Necropsy Legend, which, like, every slasher, camp slasher that came out around that time was based off of. Like, this is actually the movie that, <laughs> you know, was probably trying to be made. I actually right. think uh, uh, Sleepaway Camp was trying to make a Cropsy movie, and then, like, it got derailed because The Burning was coming out. So then we got Sleepaway Camp out of it, and Madman, I know, was the same way. And yeah, like this, this had a ripple effect in the industry, and it's it's a it's a great movie. I got no complaints, and I'm surprised it never spawned sequels. Yeah, me too. Um, and it's a perfect time of year to watch it right now too. Uh, it's obviously summertime feel. And uh, speaking of speaking of that th- that Legend of Cropsey, did you ever watch that documentary called yes. Cropsey? Cropsy, yeah, that was, but uh, it was pretty good. I think I actually, I, I saw it shortly after I saw the burning for the first time. Okay. okay. All right. Was that your number two or? That's my number two. I wanted. I'm gonna throw that on there because that's that's okay. one that you know it's gonna be 
most people in the community know it, but regular people don't. <laughs> All right. So uh, my number two, again, another one I talked about um, in our unreleased video. One day that'll be on the, the archive channel. Uh, this movie is from 2016, and it's um, it's a movie starring uh, Emile Hirsch and Brian Cox, and uh, it's called The Autopsy of Jane Doe, and it's a it's a movie where um, Brian Cox and uh, plays a a mortician, and uh, uh, or a coroner, I guess. I guess he's more a coroner. Um, and his son is uh, works with him in the morgue. And they get a, a Jane Doe in the uh, in the morgue, and they're doing an autopsy on her. And just the twist in, through this whole movie. It's for one, it's got great atmosphere. It's got some really cool scares in it. But just the twist is worth the movie itself. And uh, I highly suggest anyone that's watched it. They want a good horror movie, good atmosphere, and a, a really cool uh, kind of twist and a ride to take. Highly suggest Autopsy of Jimmy Doe from 2016. That was actually released by IFC Midnight and it's um, Screen Factory as well. So, but it's out there. You can you can find it easily. Yeah. I think. Yeah, that's one of those movies you really can't you really can't tell people too much about it. Like you're just gonna have to trust us on this one. And right. just go, go in with an open mind and know you're in for something. So. We we talked about this when we recorded that video, and you hadn't seen it. Did you get to watch it? I watched it that night. Did you? Yeah. Well, it's one that I enjoyed it. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to a surprise me anymore, right? Like, and b like it's it's like new horror for me is just so hit and miss, and like that was that was fun. Like I had a good time with it. I was glad that I checked it out. Yeah. I I think that's what I think it's exactly the mind everybody needs to go in with. Look, you're in for something, but just just trust the yeah. process, kind of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. All right. So that's uh, my number two. What? How about your third one? My number three is returning from the original video, and that is Monster Man. And Monster Man is a mid two thousands Lionsgate release, which is part joyride part jeepers creepers part texas chainsaw it's this really weird kind of wild black comedy style horror movie and uh yeah it follows a couple guys that piss off a guy in a in a monster truck and of course he's kind of like your leather face character and he's chasing them and he has this family of cannibals and there's black magic involved it's a it's a it's not for everyone. If you enjoy like good horror comedy, it's it's good. And uh, actually, stars uh, Justin Yorch, which I feel like he was trying to they were trying to kind of push him in the early '90s. Or, I mean, not the, the early 2000s in a lot of horror movies. Using this serial killing 101 and uh, the Rage Carry too. But uh, it's a fun movie, and it's one that I, I found that just not a whole lot of people have seen even. So I don't believe it has a Blu-ray release. So. Okay. Cool. Sounds like a good one. Um, so my number three is is one I just got in. Um, I put it off way too long, but I got it in on that vinegar syndrome sale, and that's uh, Demon Wind from because from uh, 
looks like it says 84. Um, this is one of those that was an iconic cover at the video store back when I was a kid. Um, and if you, if you're unfamiliar with it, just Google demon wind cover and, and you'll probably remember it if you grew up in that era was very, uh, steals a lot. I think from like movies like the evil dead, there's a lot of, um, gore effects and things like that, but it, it follows this, this young guy whose grandparents died a real bizarre death and, uh, him and a big group of friends go to the place where it happened and um, insanity ensues as they as they always say but uh, it's it's got some funny stuff in it it's got cool gore effects it's got um, you know all the stuff you want from 80s horror boobs it's got everything so you know it's a, it's a fun ride and uh, it's all it's a fun especially a fun movie if you got a big group of friends together and you're having a few drinks and just having a fun time. So, uh, Demon Wind is my number three. So, that's uh, that's that's one I, I need to check out. I'd actually never heard of it until recently. So, that's one, one of, I definitely need to see. Did you get a slip with yours? I didn't. I no, that's been long sold out. But you don't want to pay one hundred and fifty dollars for a slip cover. Yeah, it's a lenticular slip, and it's awesome, Ooh. but uh, it's not worth it enough for me to <laughs> drop hundred bucks. So, yeah. For some, maybe, but not me. Yeah. So, uh, my number four now is what we're up to is Slaughter High, and that is a slasher movie from the early '80s, and it's probably my most remembered video cover from the video store days. Like, I took you to the video store yes. that, I, that I actually got this from uh, when uh, I was a kid, and uh, I bought the VHS copy from there, so I'd have it. But uh. Of course, it's got an iconic cover with the uh, with the skeleton like holding the apple that has a fuse in it and stuff. It has nothing to do with the movie. It's a simple slasher movie <laughs> uh, about a kid named Marty who's bullied and they pull a horrible prank on him. And many years later, he invites everybody back to the high school. And of course, there is no reunion and Marty's just there to kill everybody off. And like I said, it's probably I don't know. I mean, I look at it a lot with like some rose-colored glasses because I saw it when I was a kid and I loved it for some reason. Upon a general viewing now, I probably would not say it's that great anymore. But it, it it's extremely cheesy, and uh, some of the gore effects are pretty good in it. So I think there's something to appreciate there. Cool. That was a Vestron release, right? Yep, yeah, Vestron put it out. You can still get slip covers for those too. So oh, cool. Hmm. So uh, eat that vinegar syndrome. That's right. <laughs> All right, so uh, my number four is one that I, I didn't talk about, actually, the last time we recorded that. Um, this is a 19, I think it's 1986 or 88 movie. Um, I think a lot of people that like horror are big fans of metal as well, or hard rock. Uh, this movie goes hand-in-hand hand together with those two topics, and it's a movie called Trick or Treat. Um there's like a bit. There's like bit parts in it from Ozzy Osbourne and uh, Gene I was, Simmons. I was about to say, there's everybody, a DVD, yeah. There's everybody. a DVD on the cover. Yes, and it's like the worst DVD cover of all time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when you talk about the movie, but uh, this movie has a, a a rocker named Sammy Kerr who's um, kind of brought back from the dead by this uh, this uh, record that. Uh, this young fan of his plays and uh 
you know, it's, you can imagine coming back from the dead, a hard rocker and uh, all the craziness that comes along with that. But it's a fun movie. It's a perfect movie for the Halloween season. Um, you know, and it's, it's one that I, I don't hear a lot of people talk about. There is no, I don't think there's an American uh, Blu-ray release. I know there's been issues with, um, you know, music rights and stuff with when it yeah. comes to that. Uh, that, that one would probably be a nightmare to try to re-release. Yeah. So, just like oh. the one, the Wonder Years, they couldn't release the Wonder Years forever on DVD because of music rights. If they ever lined that out, though, that would, that would be a perfect. Yeah, it really would. Like that would be perfect. It's kind they of could like even, they could even do a vinyl like to go with it. Oh my gosh! Like, yeah. So. Yeah. See, yeah we, got, we got love for Vinegar Syndrome. Yeah. I I I would love. There's a lot of movies I would love for them to get their hands on if they could because oh, I just know they did an awesome job with it. So, but absolutely. yeah, trick or and, treat number four. So, and my number five. I don't. I think we last time we talked about this, I found out you actually don't care for this film too much. Is Blood Diner, which is another best <laughs> round release. <clears throat> it's just so wacky. You know they they're. They're like trying to summon. It's two brothers who are trying to summon uh, ancient Egyptian goddess, and like they're killing people and serving them in a vegetarian restaurant. Like it's just, there's a talking brain that is in a glass jar that is commanding them to do these things. I mean, just know like you're going in for some wacky shit and you'll be all right. But it is out there. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That's another restaurant too. So yeah. yeah well, um, I you know you you mentioned I said I don't really like that movie and I'm like I don't know why I guess it's too insane. Then I'm bringing up my number five and it's even yeah. worse than that. <laughs> yeah, I'm cool with it. <laughs> so my number five is uh, Hack a Lantern. Uh, yep. if, if you haven't <laughs> seen this, this thing is for one you need to be under the influence of something while you watch it probably would make it a lot better um but it follows the story of this uh guy named tommy he starts off as a kid in the movie but we flash forward and he's an adult and um his grandfather is grooming him to be the leader of this cult that they have in their little farm town or whatever uh, the grandfather is actually the father of Tommy, as we find out later, because at his mother's wedding, Grandpa raped his daughter to conceive Tommy. Dude, there ain't nothing like some incest to make a movie better. I'm telling you. <laughs> this this thing is just the, the craziest thing you'd ever seen. And uh, another great one for the Halloween season. I watch it every Halloween, actually. I usually throw on that and Halloween 3. Those are my Halloween day watches. But, isn't, uh, it, isn't it sad that they don't make like Halloween feeling movies anymore? Like the last one I probably was the was Trick or Treat, like the anthology yeah. movie. Like that was the last movie I saw that felt like Halloween to me. I thought another one that that felt like Halloween was I don't know if you watched. Um, it's kind of a lower budget movie called The Barn a few years ago. No, I haven't even heard of that. Uh, that's one to check out. I, I think it's got. Um, got a good Halloween feel. It's it's got some characters in masks that um, 
kind of back from the dead too, and it's uh, you know they could have marketed around them, but of course it's like I said, it's really low budget, and uh, but it, I think it's worth a watch. It's one to check out. So that's my honorable mention, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> the bar. Uh, honorable mention. But uh, yeah, Hack a Lantern is uh, is a craptastic movie. To hmm. Check it out for sure. Who who puts that out? Massacre was it like Massacre Video? Massacre put it out. I don't even know if they've released anything else. Um, I have a friend named Jason. He's up in Indy, and uh, he met the dude that put it out at a convention, and it was like a a one man show. I want to say he was nice. starting this company, and he got a hold of Hack a Lantern and put it out. And I don't know if they put anything else out or not, but that's uh, pretty cool. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, that's uh, a fun one. And uh, I, that, I had, I had just pulled five. Did you have anything else that you wanted to mention? Or, uh, I mean, not really. Not so. I mean, like I said, uh, we talked about what was it Fire in the Sky last time? That is a really underrated yeah. movie. Uh, yeah, I'll that's that nice Blu-ray too. That's what I said. That'd be that'd be a good Screen Factory title. I feel like yeah. that would be would be great. And like they could put like actual interviews with the guy and stuff on there, that would be kind of cool. You could do a lot of stuff for a special edition on that one. My dumbass thought it was the Page Master when I was four, so... <laughs> you were shocked, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, my dad knew what it was, too, and he still ruined it for me. Like, yeah. I still say, you know, I mentioned this in, when we recorded before, and obviously, like I said, that's not out, but... Uh, one of the scariest scenes I've ever seen in a movie is that um, that that one scene in that movie, the abduction and and the yes. uh, experiment scene. Ugh. Those yeah. aliens look so aggressive. <laughs> they don't look friendly. There's no ETs up there, man. It's all uh, it's all bi- it's all business aliens on that end. No, that's for sure. So <clears throat> anyway. Yeah, that's our uh, underrated horror films. Like I said, this is a shorter episode this week, and um, we have uh, four episodes now. Almost two months we've been doing this, which seems crazy. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I'm still enjoying the heck out of it, man. Yeah. It's a good time. It's a nice, nice outlet, you know? So if there's anything you guys would like us to discuss or like us to uh, talk about, I know we got some other ideas uh, going to work on. I have this one idea. I'll just throw it out there for everyone to hear. There, there's a number of classic, considered classic movies that I've never watched. And uh, mm-hmm. I think that that would be something fun to do is like kind of a kind of homework, you know. Exactly. Here's a classic movie you haven't seen. Watch it. Report back the next episode. So. Uh, do some stuff like that. Um, obviously, we've got a big trip we talked about earlier coming up and uh, that's going to be some of our YouTube content and uh, we have a S'mores Indoors podcast YouTube channel also Jonathan has Mr. Bombastic uh, his channel on YouTube I haven't uploaded in a while but maybe I'll maybe we'll, do we'll, a couple more probably upload that maybe we can split our trip video up over the two channels have like perhaps. our whole on the channel and a trip on the other or something yeah perhaps perhaps we'll do something but uh, this is, I'm having more fun with the podcast now these days, you know? I mean, I was kind of... Oh. It's its so hard for me to talk about myself is the problem with I have with YouTube. <laughs> it's like, 
I just I don't know what it is. I have to have somebody to to speak with. So. Yes. Yeah, I tried to do it all, and it was. It was I rather went to uh, the dentist. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll be back in two weeks. Actually, uh, the week before we take our trip, I think we're doing that July fifth. So. Yeah. Uh, oh it is close, isn't it? Yeah, so we'll have another episode before that trip, and then uh, obviously the episode after that, we'll hopefully have a video out, but also talk a little bit about what we got and, uh, you know, just fun stuff coming up. So, uh, yeah. I am uh, at S'mores Indoors 76 on Instagram and S'mores Indoors Podcast on YouTube. And, uh, Jonathan, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me at Mr. Bombastic on YouTube, Bombastic Reviews on Facebook, and of course, all the S'mores and Doors channels and pages and Instagrams, all that good stuff. Yeah, so uh, guys, thank you for checking out this this week's episode, and we'll be back with you in a couple more weeks with uh, hopefully some more good content. So uh, until next time, take it easy. See you guys. <laughs>